WBNG Ed Talks, a simple discussion about sometimes complex military education benefits. I'm Dr. Sherry Schaefer, Education Services Officer for the West Virginia National Guard. This is an extra edition of Ed Talks. Today we are honored to have a very special guest with us, our Adjutant General, Brigadier General William Crane. General Crane has a very unique background and we are excited for him to share his thoughts. Sir, welcome to Ed Talks. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So you've been in your position now for about six months as the Adjutant General. What is your vision for education and what is your view of the importance of education, whether it be for college or technical training? So I uh, actually had the opportunity to use the educational benefits uh, to get my undergraduate degree and my graduate degree, which, uh, you know, I I came home from... uh, my high school one day, I was 17 years old, and there was a recruiter sitting there waiting on me. And uh, so I had the great pleasure of having my parents explain to me that that, that was how I was going to get to go to college if I wanted to go to college. And uh, it was, turned out to be the best decision they made for me. And uh, so I've been now at it about 37 years, and uh, my, my educational background has been critical to, to what I think are, are my successes. It, uh, you know, it's it, you have to have those degrees a lot of times just to get your foot in the door, and then you're going to learn your specifics, your specialty, you know, once you're in into whatever profession it is that you're, you choose to do. So you began your career as a young soldier assigned as a driver for your battalion commander, correct? That's correct. So what advice did you get from him or other mentors along the way that shaped your future? So a, a big piece of it was being able to listen to his conversations that uh, he had uh, while he was in command and while I was driving him around uh, and, and learning how I had to take care of, you know, his equipment, my equipment, uh, you know, make sure he got to eat, make sure I got to eat and just all those things that I had to learn to take care of him. So I, I learned early on how important it was that I took care of him and that we, we all as a guard family take care of each other. And uh, that, that's really what the theme of my one guard family uh, motto is about, is that we are here to help not just our soldiers and service members, but their families and our employers and everybody uh, all the way through our retirees that have helped mentor us and make us who we are today. And so, you know, those, those mentors all along uh, were, were very good about explaining how important it is to take care of our, our people because without the people uh, in the positions, we, can't, we can never, ever accomplish the missions that are assigned to us. So that, that to me, was the, the biggest lesson that, that I think I took away from all of this. And I've tried really hard to live that my whole life as I uh, have grown up in this organization over the years. So you've risen through the ranks, essentially, from a private to a general. What advice do you have for our soldiers and airmen to put them in, in a position to be successful? Uh, just, just like we've, t- you know, being this, that this is an ed talk, you know, absolutely have to get your education. And, you know, I'm, I think that it's important to have the civilian education, but just as important as your military education. Don't sit around and wait until it's time for you to get promoted to then decide to go to get your education. Always stay ahead of uh, those educational requirements so that, you know, you don't give them an automatic no for you uh, because you're not ready, you're not qualified. You, you need to make people have to make hard decisions if it's coming down to a couple different uh, folks that are in a, in the, uh, ready to go move into a position. 
And uh, so you always want to be ready for that next job, be ready for the next position, have the education uh, behind you so that you can ensure that uh, you're, you're ready for that, that next challenge. You'd be surprised as a follow-up to this that how many times I get phone calls from people who are getting ready to go to that board or looking at that promotion and all of a sudden they want us to work magic to get them some kind of degree or training and it's like, uh, I can't do it that fast. Right, but, and, and I'll tell you that that's a big piece of it that uh, often gets forgotten. You know, and I say it a, a lot of times is until, until all the paperwork is done, it's not done. So making sure it's in the system so that you get credit for all of the hard work that you've put in is really important. And so you got to follow up with that to make sure it's getting put in the system uh, so that you get, you get the credit you deserve. Absolutely. So as the former commander of recruiting and retention battalion, can you speak to the importance of state and federal education benefits as an incentive? Well, as I, as I talked about earlier, it was absolutely the, the incentive that got me into uh, the National Guard, that got my parents to, to bring me uh, to the kitchen table to sit down with my recruiter. And I, I know a lot of people look at this as a, a way to pay for their, their college. It helps, quite honestly, level the playing field is, is the way I like to look at it. Uh, there is nobody uh, that can uh, not, you know, you know, anybody can come to the guard, and as long as they are morally physically and uh, educationally qualified, they can join the, the guard and go on to get their bachelor's, master's degree and have us pay for it uh, and, and as long as they continue to serve and do the service that, that we ask of them in their contract. So it, it's, a, it's a great way, again, for leveling the playing field for all of the folks in the state of West Virginia. And, you know, in today's uh, Army and Air Force both, they're, they're very technical-oriented positions. You know, you have to be able to do some very complex thinking and complex, uh, you know, ideas in, in order to, to be a part and to be a successful part of, of our organization. So those educational benefits, you know, being able to go away and get that college degree and then go away and get your specialty uh uh, training for the service makes you that much more qualified and able to to handle those complex situations. So turning our attention specifically to the state's tuition assistance program, we can see that it has been a life changer for many people. The program allows the West Virginia National Guard to provide up to 100% tuition for our guardsmen to attend schools in West Virginia. And the West Virginia legislature has been very supportive. Do you see that support continuing? You know, I've, I've talked to uh, a lot of legislatures about this, and as, as of right now, this is uh, this is not a uh, an issue for us. They understand the importance of this uh, to the the National Guard, but not just the Guard. They understand the importance of it to the state of West Virginia in trying to retain talent and trying to make sure that uh, people have an opportunity to go away to to get those degrees so that they can be a part of the workforce in West Virginia and uh, stay here and continue to raise families and, and uh, you know, do, do great things for the state after, after they get their education. Absolutely. So let's speak more specifically about students. Many people may not know this, but you have a lot of experience teaching as an adjunct professor, correct? Yes, that's correct. 
So as an educator yourself, what would you say to students to help them succeed in the classroom? And uh, one of the biggest things I, I always try, try to tell the students uh, that I, when I was teaching uh, for uh, University of Charleston is that you've you got to keep up with the work. You can't, you can't fall behind and then try to crunch and, and get it all done. So, you know, and, and work hard at, at reading and writing, which is, uh, you know, believe it or not, seems to be a little more of a challenge for folks than, than what I've seen in the past. And so, you know, you've got to read because reading is what is a foundation for you to be able to write well. And so that, that's another thing I would tell folks to really to focus on. You know, writing a, a college paper is much different than texting your friends. Right. And so understanding that and, and, and lining that out and, and having a, a clarity of thought as you are trying to write your papers or write your idea is really important. And I often told folks, you know, don't try to walk a fence line on an idea. Pick one side or the other and then defend it. You know, and a lot of times folks are – they don't want to upset anybody. They don't want to, they're just trying to get along. And, and sometimes you got to upset people uh, in, in order to, to uh, get, a, get a good thought forward. And it helps you to, to formulate your thoughts as well. So it's kind of that truncated speech of the text that I think is messing so many students up anymore. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, there's more than there, there's more to say than what you can put out in, in, in a small tweet. A tweet, right? <laughs> so you were a chemist before becoming an AGR soldier, and you earned your bachelor's in chemistry from Glenville State. And I didn't know this, but you you hold several patents in chemistry as well? That's, that's correct. Three of them. Three of them. Wow. So you also have a master's in organizational communication from WVU and your War College Fellowship program. So obviously, education has been very important to you personally. Um, I know per- firsthand, though, that we have a lot of service members who view a degree or going to school as something to simply check a box. What would you say to that service member, and more specifically to the new student about selecting a major that they will enjoy and ultimately thrive in? Okay, so first thing I would say to them is, you know, it it is learning some life skills that you may not have just coming out of high school. It's a great opportunity to, to transition and I don't know that, you know, most of us get out of high school running into a college thinking they know exactly what it is they're going to do when they grow up. And, you know, I, I'm a prime example of that. I started off uh, as, an, as an art major. I thought I was going to be an artist, and I thought that that was going to be the end-all, be-all of, of my life. And then I got to college and started taking those art classes, which I still love love to do. Uh, I love to, you know, see art, draw, and all that kind of stuff. But I found that there were people that were, in my opinion, a heck of a lot better at it than I was. And so I, I decided I needed to make a change so that I would uh, be able to uh, survive in this world on my own. And so I changed from art to chemistry. And, you know, that seems like a huge change to a some bit people. Of a leap. <laughs> but, uh, you know, being able to visualize things in your mind is a critical piece of, of being a chemist as well as it is being an artist. So it's, it's being able to, to formulate those, those images in your mind. And so that, that's what's helped me in, in my chemistry. And so what I would tell folks is as you're going into school, you know, don't, don't, don't be totally upset if you don't know exactly what it is you want to do. And I know parents get get to where they really are trying to press us, and 
make you know make sure you have an idea of what you want to do. But what I think is, if we would all step back for a minute and look at the way things are shaping out with you know the AI industry coming along, there's going to be a lot of jobs that are going to be able to be done by computers without people doing them. So to me, it's more about folks learning a range of things and the ability to connect things in their mind that aren't necessarily easily seen to be connected. And I'll tell you a really good book to read uh, to help explain what I'm talking about. is It's a book by David Epstein, and the name of the book is Range, Why Generalists Triumph in a Specialized World. And so as we get into these very uh, specialized things, we, we actually... Uh, as specialists sometimes miss uh, things right in front of us. And uh, so this book goes through and talks about some of those things where sometimes you need somebody outside of your specialty, outside of your field, to help you to solve a really hard problem. And so if people can, you know, go through a number of different uh, things within, in college, take a number of different classes, you, you will be surprised how you can make, if, if you're open to them, you can make connections that aren't necessarily uh, the normal connections in your field. And uh, so I, I think I've seen that help me a number of times, uh, having the, the science, the hard science background, and then the softer science background in the, in the communications. And so uh, I, I would just tell folks to you know, continue and continue to always read and learn because otherwise you will fall behind and not be uh, up to speed with with the folks that that you're competing against, wh- whether you want to admit, admit it or not. We're all being interviewed every day, and every day we're we're competing with each other uh, because we we want to we want to do good things. So be that lifelong learner in a way. Absolutely. And then explore while you're in school. Absolutely. So what about those individuals who are thinking about joining the National Guard? I personally get calls from from people and even parents all the time inquiring about our benefits and concerned about the military commitment. What would you say to that individual who might be on the fence about joining the West Virginia National Guard and to that parent? You know, it service to the country, service to each other, service to what I would call our tribe, uh, being the guard, there, you know, that's what this really is about. And once folks join, they realize it's the people to their left and their right that they're really concerned about. And, you know, are there chances that they may be deployed? Yes, there absolutely are always going to be uh, those chances. I, I would never try to tell anybody we're one week in the month and two weeks in the summer. That I, I've done this 37 years, and I, I can't remember the last time I did, you know, just drill and two weeks in the summer. But I will tell you, there's no greater satisfaction that you'll get out of, of life than to be a part of this organization and to see, uh, see people grow and get better and come together and, as teams and, and accomplish things that are absolutely amazing. I mean, you take the pandemic response that we've conducted over the last 18 months, you know, that took a tremendous team effort and, you know, we saved I know at least hundreds, if not thousands, of lives by uh, us helping with that response and getting shots in arms as quickly as we did. And so that 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 really takes a special person, you know, somebody that really wants to to join that and do things they wouldn't normally do and take risks they normally wouldn't take uh, 
But again, it, it's the most rewarding thing they could ever, ever do. And, and I would just encourage the parents to give their, their, their children that opportunity because it will be something that will li- uh, live with them for the rest of their lives. You know, from my seat, I am honored on a daily basis to see these men and women, to see how hard they work, to see what they do for me as a citizen of West Virginia. Um, I've, I, I see my son who's in the uniform, my husband who recently retired, and all that they give. And it's just incredible. And then I also, from the education perspective, get to see the joy when they, they, they accomplish that degree or that technical, finish that technical program or that certification. And it's just, it's phenomenal to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up, are there any final thoughts that you would like to share? So I, I would like to say how much I appreciate everybody that is a member of the Guard their family, and the sacrifices that they make to be a part of our One Guard family. I appreciate all the retirees that have helped me over the years and the employers that are willing to sacrifice the time to allow their employees to come and, and, and do what they need to do uh, as, as soldiers and airmen uh, to be prepared if we were ever to be called upon. And, you know, I think it's West, the West Virginia National Guard is the best National Guard in the country. And I think that goes back to uh, our West Virginia values. And we value, you know, taking care of ourselves. We don't sit around and wait for folks to come and take care of us. We don't wait for the federal government to show up and tell us how to do things. When we see a problem, we, we go after it. And we, when we fix it, we don't sit around and beat our chest. We're very humble about it. You know, that's what makes us the great state that we are, and it makes the great makes us the great people that we are. I will tell you, I, I see, as I've traveled, not just across this country, but across the world, I have run into fellow West Virginians, and they're sharing those values that we have as West Virginians all around the world. And almost to a person, they all would love to come home. And so I'm hopeful that through these education benefits, that we can allow them to get the training they need so that they can come home and have the companies come to this state to help grow the state of West Virginia in population again. We have to grow the state again. That, that's what it is. Uh, that's one of the biggest issues we have right now. We've got to keep our young folks in the state so that we can continue to grow and be a, a big part of the United States of America. We, were, we are absolutely the most service-oriented uh, state in, in the union, and uh, we just have to make sure that we f- our folks are educated so they can stay here and raise their families and be a, a great part of this state. Well, General Crane, thank you so much for being here. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you stop by and talk with me. Thank you so much. Join us next time on WVNG Ed Talks when we take a closer look at Federal Tuition Assistance, FTA, and recent changes to utilizing the benefit with other federal programs. WVNG Ed Talks. Tune in, turn it up, and join the conversation.